This show is about spoilers and discussion. It's also about spooky things that are best enjoyed after you see the movie. So any movie we talk about, we recommend you go see. You've been warned. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. What an excellent day for an exorcism. Horror. There is no shortage of monsters to haunt our dreams. Horror. You got red on you. They're coming to get you, Barbara. Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of Oh the Horror, a podcast where we take a look at classic and modern horror films from an expert and a newcomer's perspective. I'm the expert Rob Holmes. And I'm the newcomer Steve Allman. And today we are taking a look at the reboot reimagining of Child's Play, directed by Lars Klevberg. Uh, and and yeah. written by Tyler Burton Smith, who I looked these guys up. Um you know, Clevberg has only really done uh, this movie, a short called Polaroid, and then uh, another, you know, his feature of Polaroid, and then a couple of right. his shorts. And then Tyler Burton Smith is known mainly for writing uh, dialogue for video games. Yeah, I'm seeing uh, Quantum Break and Sleeping Dogs. And I love, I love Sleeping Dogs. That's, I think it's a great, uh, that's a great game and very uh-huh. good writing on that. And then Quantum Break is, is, you know, the writing's good on it, at least. Um, I mean, it's basically then, a TV show for a video game, more or less. Well, exactly, but then they, they pulled the plug on the TV show thing. Uh, but yeah, then yeah. Kung Fury 2, I, I'm excited about that. Here's the thing. This movie <laughs> was way better than I ever expected it to be. I I am I'm low-key impressed at uh yeah. what the, at what this what this movie did. This it, like Here's here's what I'll say. Uh, I I think you and I are both in the same camp when we thought that like oh this could go really bad. This could oh, be yeah, very it, yeah. very bad. Uh, because like I don't really know anything about this director. It, mm-hmm. Like ch- child's play movies like never had a good track record. Let's let's just say like no matter how they try to drudge up the the old Chucky movies. Uh, I think the latest one was Cult of Chucky, which I recall uh, just doing horribly. No, no, uh, no, no. Actually, that's the, here's the thing. Uh, Cult to Chucky was was straight to video, and it's mm-hmm. it's actually good. So, w- w- let's look at the franchise for a sec, right? Uh, Child's Play is great. Child's Play Two had some fun moments. It's not as good. Child's Play Three is is notorious in the original trilogy as being just the worst, right? Right. But then Bride of Chucky came along, and in my opinion, it, it, the whole series just got worse. And then Seed of Chucky, and it was self parodying, and it was a joke. The sure. second it became Curse of Ch- Curse of Chucky and Cult of Chucky, which went to the straight to DVD route and started to take a more serious tone, it got better. It got way better. So now they're splitting it off into two separate things. They're going to have a TV series. Uh, I guess Sci-Fi has picked that up to continue uh, where Mancini has gone with with his. Uh, version of Chucky, the so sort of to Chucky. continue this this ch- this Chucky saga, right? Uh, that 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 still exists, and that's the great part about this, and why I'm not mad at it. It's not like they're saying, "Hey, this is a dead franchise; we're rebooting it." It's saying this exists alongside this other franchise. Right. That's fine. I'm also not mad at this because essentially, this is a modern take on what Child's Play was going to originally be. 
Right. And weirdly enough, like I feel, I mean, say what say what we will about uh you know, the downslope of Black Mirror, which, you know, I find to be, you know, exponentially bad. Well, Netflix took it over. That was the mistake. Uh, it, it was, <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Uh, but, but from what, but what I got out of this was I'm like, oh, this is like, this is like if Black Mirror is kind of going to start to have fun with itself because it, this could almost yeah. be a different movie aside from a child's play. Like, oh, if, dude, if they, change, yeah, it's, change yeah. the doll's name, get rid of like the whole, like uh, mm. Chucky aspect of it all, like this could yeah. be like a, a kooky, fun, campy Black Mirror episode in a but weird see, way. And they, they, they so they made a short about a, a doll that, and not a doll, but it was like a home robot that goes crazy and just ends up right. I think it was called like the Buddy or something like that. I forget yeah, it was, exactly. It was starring it was, Miley Cyrus. It was not good. No, 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 not that. I'm talking about a short. There's a short about this robot that the kid who was in Where the Wild Things Are was in. And oh, okay, it's, okay, he gets okay. this he gets this like robot that they have that's a companion and he keeps telling it to do stuff and it listens and it becomes murderous. This so this movie felt like an amalgamation of a lot of different ideas and that was not a bad thing. It felt like it paid homage to an absurd amount of stuff and was definitely even when the he even says like deep cuts in that and he's talking about like Medusa and his uh was it was it uh was it Indiana Jones and Medusa or something like yeah, that? Yeah, 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 yeah. And and I th or no, Han Solo and Medusa or whatever. Anyway, I thought it was the whole thing was really cool. And then watching like when he says deep cuts, here's where there's deep cuts in this film, at least from what I was seeing it. Number one, we're going with the Buddy Doll, which was the original one. It, they had the My Buddy, but when they were going to make Child's Play originally, the doll was going to be called Buddy. That's ex that's what it was. Um, mm -hmm. The fact that it was a it was I think it's supposed to be a robot doll that just becomes murderous. It was an advanced AI doll that becomes, and that was the original concept before we had sure. the whole voodoo, uh, putting in a serial killer soul, which for the time made a bit more sense because it's like okay, this is like a curse, this is like you know a a, a transdimensional thing, but now it turns into a whole like, uh, technology thing. It fits better now in this day and age really because does. we have Absolutely. like it's it's Siri, it's you know your Google Home service, it's a whole bunch of other yeah. things. Like it taps into the type of emerging technology that we have yeah. right now, along with uh, this you know siphoning someone's soul into a bit of tech. Uh, yeah. It's cool. This this was okay, so so some of the stuff that it touched on um, that Thresher kill, which mm -hmm. is one of my. I love that kill, mainly due to the fact that he has the Christmas lights on him. He falls over. So I love this kill mainly due to the fact that um, this was in the fake trailer, essentially fake trailer for Black Christmas, the 2006 one. Right. There was a whole thresher type thing that was spooling somebody who was trapped in lights towards it. And it was almost like they saw that and were like, man, we never got that in that movie. Let's put it in this one. And I yeah. thought it was brilliant, and it's, just oh yeah. I, I I I also props off to this movie because a rated R, uh, very impressive impressive amount of gore. I will say right off the bat, and pays uh, homage to Texas Chainsaw Two heavily. The, and, and the fact that it used Texas Chainsaw Two shows that this movie was definitely playing more for comedy. It is very self parodying in a way, mm -hmm. uh, yes. especially when he's like. I'm going to name you, what was the name? He was like, I'm going to name you Han Solo. And he's like, oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember. He's like, how did that you exactly... say Chucky? And he goes, 
No, I said Han Solo. That's not even close to Chucky. <laughs> I'm I'm called Chucky now. I'm like this is this is ridiculous. Yeah, and it's, I it's love so it. funny. Um, uh, how he becomes Chucky is absurd, but at the same time, an origin story j- can just be that absurd. If you were to just take all the security parameters off of something, and just let it be free, right? That's essentially what we get. Sure, and with, honestly, with like how, like how much are you going to throttle the line of like believability and like you know suspension of belief? for a Chucky slash Child's Play reboot. Like, what, like yeah. what, are we, what are we doing here? Like, it, it's not supposed to be, you know, high concept. It's just supposed to be wacky and fun. And it I mean, really I, I was, yeah, it, I was what? laughing my ass off and not, like, groan-inducing laughter, which a lot of those films are because it's a lot of really shitty puns. Exactly. Uh, or exacting too human. And in this case, it was, like, a robot trying to understand what it is to be human. And not understanding the world we, the, our, our world really in social cues. Like, there's a, this is a fucking layered movie, surprisingly. Mm-hmm. But then all of a sudden it starts pulling crazy shit like toys coming alive uh, and attacking people in the same way that, that uh, the newest puppet, newest puppet master did. Like, having drones that are like going after and killing people. I like this better by far. Um, right. This also touched on, like, Five Nights at Freddy's by having, like, the teddy bear version, which they also oh, touched wow, on I didn't Curse think about of that. Chucky. Yeah. They touched on Curse of Chucky with, or no, not Curse, Cult of Chucky, where it's, like, the ability to put souls into other dolls, right? In this right. way, it's like he can he can just disable their programming. So who knows how many are now faulty uh, going. It, it, there's, so, there's so many things that this movie attack the block. I guess, kind of, with, like, the kids. Also, the fact that there's a group of kids in this. There's a team of kids, and they, they're together, then they're not, then they're together. But I love the dynamic that they play with that. It's a, No, it, it is kind of refreshing. Uh, I, I heard them referred to as, uh, what is it, off-brand Stranger Things kids, which I, which I disagreed about because I do agree that it's more of a attack-the-block dynamic because they're, they're yeah. in this, like, you know, shitty neighborhood, like, and this was, like, their like, sort of... Aubrey Plaza's. We didn't even get to talk about the cast. We're going to talk about the cast in a second. Oh, and we will. Uh, yeah, I mean, this movie. I had. I, I just. I like it a lot, man. I don't care what anyone yeah, says. Yeah, I think it's good. Yeah. No, no, no. I. I completely agree. I think that. Uh, <laughs> I. I think that the the choices for most of the cast are pretty great to inspired. I think starting right off the bat, Mark Hamill inspired choice. Fantastic performance. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I. I was afraid that it was going to be. Oh well, he can just do his Joker thing. And kind of make it a bit more kooky like that. But no, this is a far more like, uh, it's more playful. It's more like happy kind of a yeah, thing. Cre- it's, it's creepy. Dude, it's it's like, it's happy, but cre- it is so creepy on a playful level. That yes. That's it, where I find this Chucky to be, the, he, he could legitimately be scary in comparison because right away you see his face and it's like dear god what the what sort of monstrosity yes, it's such is a this fucked up, it's a, such a fucked up doll face it's a really and, fucked but, up but then doll again face. i'm like i'm like you know what man when you look back at the 80s and stuff cabbage patch dolls were ugly as hell All yeah of they those were dolls were kind of weird looking but for for something to be so ai and look so butt ugly absolutely for some reason, I know some people have been saying they don't like the design and they wish it was more like Chucky because that looked cooler. 
I just it did, I again, it, I it, like how different. messed up it is. It's, yeah. It's, so again, I like I keep I'm gonna keep coming back to this. Like it's so like different, but just adjacent it's enough so, to chi- to child's play that yeah. like this could almost be a like this could almost not be child's play because of how just like just off the beaten path of this movie it is because yeah but i'm very glad it is child's play it is but like i'm I'm glad it it is though yeah right but it it, like in branding but it's almost in branding alone because it sort of takes every sort of thing that child's play was and like changes it remixes it in the slightest bit of ways while still kind of maintaining a bit of not lightheartedness, but like mean-spirited humor and yeah. uh, uh, like adult th- themes. Like you don't like. I could have thought like that. Mark Hamill was gonna make that uh, that turn of like, ah, oh, you fucking bitch or whatever. Like, dude, I was I, waiting for like him to go super vicious, right? And and, and I'm and really we, glad they decided not to. Yeah, because I was like, oh, so this is just gonna be like this whole character of just this, uh, like. This, this creepy off brand like so this is this is cool this is interesting because it's not going to be like even if they were to think about doing a sequel to this it's never going to be that mm-hmm. crass like cigar chomping like hey baby blah, 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 thing that chucky's note like ultimately known for but can get cigar quite tired chomping? you mean you mean the voice right because the voice that's, that's kinda, what i mean I'm, I'm more, it's, it's just yeah. it's brad dorif doing yeah Brad Dorf going through his entire range and it's right it's so good that's the thing is I love him doing the voice of Chucky in that this to me is almost like the what if comics version of Child's Play like what if he was just an AI and it is it really is like a good version of a Black Mirror episode because Mm now it feels like Black Mirror is just going as pop culture as they can whatever and you know i mean this is it is pop culture because this is also you know chucky and everything but right yeah, yeah, yeah. um i think this was extremely successful extremely uh, in, in pulling, successful in, in pulling off with what it what it did yes absolutely i uh yeah. I, i'm i'm i was thoroughly impressed at uh the kills the oh yeah the, the, the uh the, the creativeness of them pretty much and uh the it, it, the soundtrack was good too like i i really don't have that many complaints i think it was just i think it could have been more um see and this is tough because yeah what having seen the original child's play and kind of growing to now appreciate what that first movie did uh yeah. it, it, this being so like such a sidestep from what that movie was and clearly doing its own thing mm-hmm. uh I, I kind of am conflicted as to how faithful or not faithful I kind of wanted this movie to be to the original Child's Play, which in the end I kind of am fine with because uh, – Yeah, it, I'm very still fine ver- with, man. It, it still it, very it, much did its own thing, and it's yeah. uh, it, it's something that was honestly refreshing because I, I could have seen this go- going horribly in so many ways, mm-hmm. uh, and instead we get uh, a great cast, a super yeah. good soundtrack – uh, impressive and inventive kills. Uh, oh yeah! Aws- awesome gore. Uh, we didn't even talk about uh, the rest of the cast. Aubrey Plaza. I found her very good in this. Like she always has that like, you know, undercurrent of she's doing the April Ludgate thing while still also like making this like you know she's a caring, struggling mom that like yeah wants actually to be right I, by I her really 
I really liked her her portrayal of uh, Karen Barkley in this <clears throat> because it seemed it seemed to fit with the times, right? Uh, yeah. It, it, this this is a movie that fits with the times, and the characters I think as well fit with the times. Um, Gabriel Bateman playing Andy Barkley. Yeah. He's he's really good, man. Like he he's an older version of Andy. He's thirteen in this. He has a hearing problem. Like he has the hearing aid and everything. Um, so I think he's partially deaf. I don't know exactly if he if he is full. I mean, he only has one hearing aid, so I'm I'm thinking it's just right. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they explained it fully. It's a partial uh, I, thing. I, like, yeah. I love that it gets hacked at one point when he's being mm-hmm. kind of stalked by Chucky. There's there's cool moments in that, and the fact that you know he's playing an older version of him. He's not. He is. You know, he's a shy, isolated kid, but not in the way Andy was the original exactly. Andy. Yeah, he was yeah, a yeah. very quiet, kept to himself. It was just him and his mom. Yeah, mm-hmm. like he was he was six or something or eight, like very very young, and the imagination can run wild when you're older and you're dealing with AI stuff and you're dealing with this and it's so integrated now into society. Karen fits as like a mom in today's like as a modern mom, you know, Absolutely. and it works. Uh, and then and Andy works in this as well. Brian Tyree Henry is so Oh my god. Good. I put Brian Tyree Henry in everything. He's yeah. so goddamn good. He I he's mean, having a he, moment. Dude, right when you're introduced to him, uh, I mean he so he plays Mike Norris in this one. Uh yeah. Chris Sarandon plays him in the original. I I love the dynamic of how he he says, you know, he's visiting his mom, he comes out there once a week. Um but just that first conversation he has with Andy, it's so chill and laid back. It's not hamming it up. It's not trying no. too hard. It's very casual and feels real. And that's something that I I really like about this film is that the characters actually feel real. Like David Lewis, who plays Shane, the boyfriend, he's a douche. And he seems oh, yeah, like he's a, a fucking... douche in this. Oh, yeah. No, I hate him. He was such a good... Like, and then, and, and then again, you realize why you hate because... him because it's like well, he's trying to parent this kid. Why would he try to parent this kid if he's not his dad? And then it's like, oh, oh, he has a family and she's the woman on the side. Oh, no. Yeah. And you find no, this it's... out like as Chuck, you know, before we get to the kill. It's so... Yeah, it's good, man. It's just yeah, no, and uh, honestly, characters. and best kill in the movie is the first one, <laughs> in Dude, my opinion. Holy shit! It was such um, a good kill. I don't know between that and like the creepy maintenance dude, like oh, man. those both of those deaths are amazing. It's everything that happens after Shane's death. This comedy of errors, which mm-hmm. I really yeah. liked. It's such an absurd thing to have in a movie, and it all relate to Texas Chainsaw Massacre too, just because he saw it. Which I would say my only real gripe with the movie is they show all these clips from Texas Chainsaw Two out of order, like way. It, out it of is order. odd that they're like kind of like they're bringing they're like they're sending it up kind of like in an almost Edgar Wright fashion where they're like hey can you tell that we're mirroring this in a weird way well it's you know no 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 that wasn't my issue my issue was like they're literally showing they show the end of the movie no they show the middle of the movie then they show a later part of it then they show the end then they show the beginning right then they show like the middle again and i'm like all right guys just show the clips in order that's all you had to do editor show them in order to see that they were watching the movie. That was my biggest gripe with this entire film. Uh, other than, like, the kids freak out sometimes, or don't... Th- sometimes people don't freak out when they should. Like, right, yeah, guy yeah, yeah. in the giant bear head gets stabbed and bleeding out of his neck. 
I love that he just "Mm -hmm." gushes blood all over that girl's face. I think it's hilarious. But then, like, no one really freaks out in the way that they should be freaking out. No, I I I, I, uh, I agree with that. I think it's more of a uh, it's an odd editing choice. I think in all of those because they just cut to yeah. a reaction shot that like really didn't match in some cases. Yeah, uh, there, there were a few there were a few of those where, but then all of us, you know, the, sometimes it, it it worked and it paid off because the initial reaction was like, oh, that's not how a kid would react. But then shock set in, especially with Andy. There's moments yeah. where he, you know he he walks in and he sees. Shane's skinned face on like tacked on to I don't know something and then like it, he, there's all these like fake teeth popped in there and I don't know if they're real eyes or fa- I don't know what he put it on um but it's so absurd when you see it you're like this is this is so great and the kid sees it, he freaks the hell I kind of freaks out at first but then there's that shock moment that hits him of oh shit then his friends come over which they are awesome yeah, Fallon, no, I, I like his friends. Fallon and Pug are awesome. Like, ridiculous characters, totally absurd. Um, and I think that helps the dynamic of it, too, because it just... No, it's, it's it very ne- much... It needs it needed that in this film, you yes, know? Yes, and, it, and it's very much... Like, and, and in a weird way... Ugh, man, I, now that I'm thinking about it more, I'm like, oh, yeah, because he, like, rebonded with his friends and all that stuff. Like, he's, like, getting that out of the doll or out of his friends rather than the doll it's a it, it's a whole it's a whole well and he, he didn't even know them before he just met these you know it's like so yeah, he, yeah, yeah. he met these people he the instant friends and it's like there's a lot going on it's a coming of age story almost at the same time because he's he's bonding with friends he's finally with this group yeah he, he, and they even have a falling out like that right I yeah, love yeah, yeah the layering of the falling out too and then being like questioning if he was even if he was crazy was andy the one doing this that's shit from the original script man that's like the that's the original stuff where they're questioning even in like the first film they question is andy doing this but that was mm-hmm. the idea in the original was like is andy the killer yeah because if he is he making this up oh the and doll I, yeah. tells you to do it oh like stuff like that and and i like that they threw that in with this as even an idea of being a question even for a second where he says it and it's like no that can't be it. But I like that it's questioned. Um, yeah. And I I think, you know, I think as a whole, this movie does pretty well. And I have to say, like, while the trailer, let's talk about trailers. While the trailer does show some stuff in it, it does not give too much away. No, it gives away no kills, which I'm very impressed by. It gets uh, close to it. It gets it close, close to, to it giving with the, away. With the like, Aubrey with Plaza the, gagged up and all that. But like, well, Aubrey Plaza and then the maintenance dude holding on to the pipe with the saw and everything. Sure, but, but like you don't really see it, what that, that death, means. Yeah, that death, how everything led to that was so well orchestrated. Oh, because so, it was, so, so good. It was just like... It wasn't in a normal... You know, in a lot of the child's plays, he just cuts them in the leg or something. They fall down... He stabs him or suffocates him or whatever. In the first one, he you know electrocutes the guy. But it was simple. This was not a simple death. This was not a simple death. Yeah, and that's it, that's what I liked about it. It took a while. It was him figuring some stuff out, turning stuff, playing cat and mouse, freaking this guy out. It really played with what this Chucky could do. Right, and it's a uh, like he it, had it, with his ET glowing finger. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> which is which was odd. I was like, oh wow, they're lo- yeah. they're homaging ET here as well. Okay, this is interesting. The glowing uh, finger of death in this case, I guess. Yeah, no, 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 and and I'm, and I'm very like. I, again, it, it, it's interesting to see how many influences this movie wears on its sleeve because it's impressive what influences this movie wants to take, yeah. let alone just from the original Child's Play or from, you know, Child's Play in general. Uh, yeah. And then, again, twist all of these interesting things that we've seen before, i.e. technology, all of these classic mm-hmm. movies. There's a Poltergeist 3 poster in here, like, for no reason. Like, yeah. it's insane. Uh I, I I'm I'm thoroughly impressed by like this is clearly a uh, so we had we, you had said before that like uh, if Velvet Buzzsaw was a horror film directed by somebody that doesn't understand horror this is a movie directed by somebody that knows so much about horror and yeah. uh, is heavily heavily influenced about uh, uh, some about very niche and specific things from horror. Mm-hmm. That wants to bring that absolutely forward and to a magnificent degree uh, pulls yeah. it off. Really, it, it, like it, I'm just I'm pleasantly surprised and impressed uh, yeah. from this movie. Uh, it's, I mean, it, it's I, super dude, good. The, the whole the whole face scene where he's teaching him to make a creepy face to scare Shane. Yeah, that there's so much. This movie, like I, I had a lot of fun with it. I literally, I was just like laughing a lot of the time and and having a genuinely good time with the first part of it. Which, in most of these, the exposition is just boring, right? You're like, and all you're right, like, yeah, okay, let's get to the let's, let's get, get to, to the to horror it. part. Let's get the kills, yada yada yada. Like, yeah, this and is usually it. there's yeah, usually there's like the early kill and this and that and in this, you know, there's the the suicide in the beginning, um, of the worker, right? Uh, who, you know, I mean. There's so much truth, in, like in that scene. I was like, "This is very absurd that we're we're watching this." But then I'm thinking to myself, "Holy shit!" Yeah, it's like, like it's it's black comedy almost. Like, but it's, uh, it's you no, know, but I mean, it's like this. Not even really that. I'm, it's more of just the fact that like this is this is, it's a real situation. Yeah, it's really. Yeah. Like so, so it, there are people who are working in these factories. I, mean, I think it was in Thailand, right, or something like that. No, he's right. in Vietnam. Like that's that's some and real shit. He's 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 yeah. He was in Vietnam. He's working out there. He's making these dolls, and he's just he's tired. Like they're working them. I, I like they work them like, what, like twenty hour days or something in these sweatshops. So he's barely getting paid anything. He's working all this stuff in the factory, and this sharp smug mother, you know, sharply dressed smug motherfucker. Is like, oh, you're daydreaming. Once you finish with this doll, you're fired. Get back on the streets where I found you. It's like, dude, yeah, that happens. That's that wild. happens in real life on a regular basis. Like, there are people mm-hmm. who are destitute in that. The fact that they put this as the reason for it is so, like, people are going to laugh at it and be like, what the fuck? And at first I was like, well, this is such a weird thing to do. But it makes sense. And it's very true. No, it, with it, people it, it just absolutely being is. Like, absolutely is. And, yeah, and then they're thinking like, well, I mean, he, it, you know, it's like, why would he do something so terrible like that, like turn off all the safety protocols? Well, then he kills himself right afterwards because his life was over. He would go back on the streets. His life was done. Mm-hmm. This was all he had. So, and and you and you buy that for most of that. For most oh no, of I buy, and I buy a, that it, completely. Yeah, and, and I, it, it's a very again, you, we like we reference Black Mirror in this, but like, yeah, like this is a like this is mm-hmm. the cost of that. Like cutthroat capitalism, technology, 
like coming yeah. to bite everybody back in the ass because it'll m- literally kill everyone just well, to get it, this convenience. All, just all that this. has to happen is someone has to get disgruntled. That's it. Yeah. All that has to happen is a person gets disgruntled, turns off safety protocols, and well, on something, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and, and like, the, the best part about this is that the person who originally got the doll was like, yeah, the eyes were red. It was weird. And then she's daydreaming and not listening to what's going on. She's kind of listening. Karen, when she gets the doll, when someone, return, you know, finally brings it into her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and you're like, holy shit. Someone had this doll and was like, eh, something's wrong with this doll. Brings it in. She's like, oh, wait, something's wrong. Uh, okay, it doesn't sound that bad. <laughs> um and then it's malfunctioning because of this whole AI thing. I don't know, man. There's so much going on this this film that I really liked. I mean, I mm. really had a blast with it. Yeah, uh, I, I, there are there's a few lulling moments. I would have to say, like the final, the final fight ending where he ha- he's silhouetted in this like back factory room after he like smashes Chucky is is kind of absurd like yeah a yeah to with the it, like the static backdrop oh, and all and that it was just yeah. it was like this smoke it was like there's like a little smoke in the background and it's, oh that, that yeah, yeah, yeah. and he's there i'm like dude what this isn't the end <laughs> of of an action movie where you just right. did something magical like it's like a john Some wick the, ending in the, in yeah, the middle of it, this it, like it, it, that with that part i was like all right no um and I kind of wish that things got a little crazier at the end. I mean, there were some good deaths at the end with the with you know the blades and all that stuff and a few other mm-hmm, kills. Mm-hmm, yeah. But I I kind of wanted to there to be a little more, um, right? With that and and a, a longer fight with Chucky at the yeah. end, like them really kind of go into the battle. You know, the doll that never dies, but. There's a difference between one that's possessed by the soul of a serial killer that is viciously trying to keep coming after you and one that's just kind of killing you because if it can't have you, no one can. You right. Know? And, uh, like, again, like sometimes you can't always get get what you want there, but I felt the movie wanting to wrap up thing, a tiny man. bit. It, yeah, and again, it's a minute complaint from me as well. Very I think, minute. Very I, think minute. My only, I think my only one is just, like, yeah, it, it, sometimes, like, the carrying out of that tone come the end – uh, mm-hmm. felt a bit off, but yeah. honestly, like it, it's, th- it's fun. Most of this movie, like it's oddly funny. It's, uh, it's, it, yeah, it's, it's, it can, great, it can man. turn I mean, on a dime and it can, it can turn creepy on a dime. It can, oh, yeah. d- it, it wears a lot of hats and it, Dude, it, the first, the first time, the first time when he is sleeping and Chucky, it is, that is the, one of the most unsettling moments when he's when he's like kind of like halfway behind the cabinet or the the dresser or whatever. Oh no no not that because that's when he's making the noises of the cat and how oh sorry did. that was that was unsettling. That yeah was it was no very much extremely unsettling. Now the no I meant the other one of the first time when Andy's sleeping and he he opens his eyes and Chucky's staring at him and wanting to sing the good night song again. Oh yeah that's right. Dude, Yeesh. like that, that was very, very disturbing. And then mm-hmm. his voice slightly changes a little bit to get it's it's not menacing. No, but, but it's that's why like, that's why I like, like it because there's something wrong with it. There's something so wrong with it. But it is he's never purposefully menacing. Yeah, 
to, big ups to Mark Hamill here for this like very good voice performance because it's it, very, it really yeah. is very nuanced that like to sound just like that and to say it in a way that like you can believe this doll is like feeling that like along with the puppetry like I didn't even mention the puppetry of this doll like it's still yeah so good. we're talking we're talking like practical effects in this movie mm-hmm, yeah thank God like so this movie could have gone CG. I Easily was expecting could. it originally to have gone CG because it seemed like that was the route it was going. You can't do and that with Chucky, though. You can't do that yeah, with dude, that doll. Peop, people, yeah, they've done it with other stuff. Oof, when they, they've, see, they've CG'd uh, Freddy Krueger's face, you know? Yeah, they have. Oh, yeah, CG they have. in that one. So I'm not surpri- I would not be surprised for someone to do a CG Chucky. I thought this was great. I loved that they did puppetry for this whole thing. It was practical effects through and through. If there was CG, whatever, I don't care. There was enough practical effects it was, that made it awesome. It was awesome. used well enough uh, to warrant. Yeah. It was used as the you know the the spice rather than you know the steak. It's mm-hmm. a it, it like again I th- I think to sum up this is a uh, this is a this is obviously a recommend for me but like it's a surprisingly competent and uh, impressive bit of fun filmmaking. It, like, yeah, and, and it, it's, exactly. It, it's not like the most inventive with, with the way it looks. Like it looks dingy. Like I meant the cinematography here. Like mm-hmm. it, it's it seems it's you know it does its job. Like it's got cool you know shadow sure. effects and all that stuff. Like it's got it's got it does the things. It's not overly mm-hmm. you know beautiful or anything like that. No. But it's a it's it. But God damn it, if it's not a fun horror movie, uh, it really is, man. I mean, I had I had a ton of fun with it. I mean, honestly, the head gag is one of the best things in this film. Yeah, like with, it's the, wrapped with up. the face, he wraps yeah. it. Up, he wraps it up in a present, as a present, and he's like, "We're gonna throw it away in wrapping paper." They're like, "Yeah, we could have put it in anything else." They they call themselves out on so much bullshit, and I that's what that's what's great to me. Very self aware. Like they even Very call themselves out on stuff. Oh, the only other stupid thing in this film is when the kid cut a sandwich and then stabs the knife into a cutting board, dude. Like what are not you? Not good for the re- knife. Like what are you doing? Not good for and the knife. And then all of a sudden, but, just but I love. I loved that Chucky just imitated it afterwards because it was very like a my buddy commercial. Right. Yeah. It would be a you know doing what they would do or something. He imprints from and you. It, he learns from you. Kind of a thing. Yeah, yeah. And I thought it was. I thought that was great. Um, yeah. I also love that Tim Matheson is just randomly in this as Henry Caslin. Yeah, uh, I love Tim Matheson. So to see a cameo of him in anything is awesome. Um, and just the fact that everything is integrated to Caslin products, like, and that he can control all of it. That there's there's so much that they can do with this. There's so much, many places they can go in the future. This movie, I think, had like a ten million dollar budget. It opened at fourteen million. Usually, that's a sign for like a slasher R rated to hit about. 30 maybe mm-hmm. 35 million domestic sure um that would be great for yeah, this i i feel like toy story is probably going to eat its lunch a bit well uh, it already did so it, yeah, it, it well was yeah it's obviously toy story wasn't was 118 14 million for for this mm-hmm. but i will say i i really liked their promotional material that made fun of toy story where uh, it, it, it was is a, Chucky it, killing every single one of the dolls. Yeah, like where he, like he killed Woody or he killed Buzz in like a or the, or yeah, yeah. non-brand specific exactly. way. I've, I've, seen, I've seen another fan make a sort of response 
poster to that yeah. where where Sid's toys are killing Chucky. Yeah. Uh, that it, it's a fun good. thing where, but they're like vicious with it. They got like a fish hook in his mouth, like oh, thing. It's it's rough, but no, it's it's a fun thing. Like the, their marketing's fun with it. Uh, trailer was by the numbers, and honestly, it, like again, we should have a whole episode about where we talk about how trailers screw up horror movies. Uh, yeah, where it, but like. When I see a trailer for for this remake, I was like, Ugh, "All right, well, that could go one way or another." Uh, yeah. When it's it's honestly, it's just very very good to see somebody giving a shit and trying uh, something new and exciting with a property like Child's Play because for something that's been uh, beaten to the ground and oh, yeah. you know ruined more or less by its own set of sequels. Well, uh, I, 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 no, 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 ruined. Not and ruined, but like it, ruined. Know, it, well, I would say I would say it was for a while. I would yeah. say in the late '90s, early 2000s, it was a joke, in my opinion. I know a lot of people liked it, and that's fine. I thought it was a joke. I like what they've turned it into now, and I I like where Mancini is taking, um, his version of his you know his original version of Chucky. I like where they're still going with that. This is why I think this film. I think why I like it even more is that it, exi- it it exists parallel to the original Child's Play series. Yes. Um, and it can still exist. It is so different enough that it works. Mm-hmm. And I would like to see a sequel. I would like to see where they would go with this next. And I am excited to see, you know, what they do with the Child's Play TV series because, you know, I still like that. So I got to say, like, I... This exceeded my expectations so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I am. Je- I was. I don't like remakes for the most part. I really don't. But that. Hmm. So as far as being different, this almost is like how 1980s. You know how how like 82s the thing is different from the one from the 50s. Right. It's. Can't- not to say it's that one is thing, better than the it's... other. Not to say that one, because we could unabashedly right. say, or at least I'll say that, like, you know, the the thing from the 80s, way better than this, but also, like, it's that spin-off. No, 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 it's not, that I'm taking to the that. next level. Like, it's the yeah. it's the, it, it's the taking the concept and bringing it into the modern era or bringing it into a bigger context that fits now while still being right. different in its own movie. Like, th- like. This is. I'm saying. What I'm saying is that it's it's a good it's a good remake Mm -hmm. that is different from its original and doesn't parallel it. It's not saying, hey, we're doing Gus Van Sant's Psycho remake, you know, which is a shot for shot. It's like, no, we're not doing that. We're we're going and we're not telling the same story. In essence, yeah, we're telling the story of Andy Barkley, but that's that. It's not the story of Charles Lee Ray. It's not the story of Chucky in the way we know Chucky. Which usually, when you change your villain up that much. As far as what he is, it it's negative, right? And in this case, I don't think so. I think it works really well. Co-side. I think it works absolutely so, very well in this because we still have we still have the Chucky we know and love, and now we have this new version of Chucky voiced by Mark Hamill. Smartest decision they could have ever made. Absolutely. I again truly inspired and perfect decision to cast Mark Hamill. He's so good. He's right. perfect for this role. Uh, the his take on the character is brilliant. Uh, yeah. and and hundred percent to everything you just said. Uh, th- this is the type of movie that th- this is the type of thing that makes me believe in remakes. Uh, that makes you that makes me want to see different takes on 
these good franchises and these good stories because if you have the courage to switch it up a little bit, you can come out with something that's even like its own thing and still just as fun. Hundred uh, yeah. percent. This is this is don't don't pass this one up if you're at yeah. all into the idea of child's play because you'll get something new, fun, and refreshing out of it. Yeah, I mean, I have to, I have to agree. I think. I liked it a lot. You go into it with a sense of humor. Um, it's morbid humor, right? But it's not. It's not campy. Like right. not well. It's a little campy, but not campy in the way that's super <laughs> cheesy. Like this, man. Some of the some of the humor in this is just is great. Like it is. I I think it's very well written. I know some people will be like, "Are you serious? This is." This is written like a slasher. Yeah, it's written like a good slasher, man. It's written like a fun. 80s slasher it's written in the way actually to me it's written in a way that's more fun than an 80s slasher because it's not as idiotic as some 80s slashers were there was a lot of great 80s slashers that are that are fun this i think fits into that fun category again and that's great like that's something that i find very welcoming and refreshing they modernized it enough without ham fisting it and i think it's a seamless integration bringing back it's a revitalization of a slasher character um, that actually has it's a character that's actually struggling with humanity in a yeah. weird way. It's it, it's a, again it's a it's surprising in a lot of ways for uh, uh-huh. the amount of depth that a horror movie, let alone a child's play, can be. It's a uh, yeah. It's pr- it's pretty dang good. It's pretty dang yeah. good. Well, uh, I think that's an, a solid recommend from the both of us. Uh, oh, absolutely. And that will more or less do it for us this week. What have we got going mm-hmm. on next week, Rob? Um, well, it seems like you're going to be heading out to LA. Yeah, uh this is it, it is and now and it truly is a question as to what we are going to be doing next week uh because I'm going to be moving to Los Angeles uh in the next coming week and uh mm-hmm. I'm going to be driving out there. It's going to be a you know, a long and uh, st- stressful and, you know, complicated move out there. Uh, so I am going to be taking a brief hiatus from the show for the next couple of weeks while I get sorted out there and get into the groove of things uh, with everything. Uh, but that doesn't change uh, nope. the output of the show because, Rob, you are going to be taking up the helm more or less for putting yeah. out new episodes and uh, giving us some new stuff with uh, some new guests. Yeah, so pretty much I'm going to, not sure how this is going to work yet, but we're going to have some guests. We might do some favorite movies. We might do something that's new to both of us. Um, we're just going to kind of play by ear. If you guys have any recommendations or movies that you would like us to review, please uh, feel free to email us at Oh, the horrorcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, our website, which is oh, the horrorcast.com. Um, at oh, the horrorcast for most things. That's, I think, our handle for a lot of it. Uh, yeah. And you can find us on Facebook. I think I renamed ours as Oh, the Horror, hosted by Rob Holmes, Steve Ullman. So yes, sir. you can now find us because apparently there are other Oh, the Horrors uh, that are very similar to us. I had a friend download and be like, hey, I just downloaded your podcast. I was like, cool. They're like, we didn't hear your voice. I'm like, the wrong one, man. You got the the wrong wrong one. one. And they were like, oh. 
okay then. And then, <laughs> and they're like, okay, is this the right one? I'm like, yeah, yeah, it is. Maybe we should change the title a little bit. So, yeah, um, yeah but it was. Uh, Thank you guys for listening. We really appreciate your support. Yes. Um, Thank yeah, you guys this is so gonna, much. Oh, yeah, the show will be different for the next few weeks. Um, but, yeah, then we will be going back to original format. Yes. And I'll be behind the scenes. I'll be. I'll still be at the editing helm making sure that everybody is sounding good. And uh, I'll still be I'll still be working with the show. I'm not leaving the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll just be uh, taking a step back for a little bit. Uh, but I really do appreciate you guys tuning in listening in and know that we are in good hands with rob for the time being but thank you guys so much again until next time i'm steve allman and i'm rob holmes and we'll see you next time look at me damien it's all for you now it is time to keep your appointment with the wicker man and there's no more room in hell the dead will walk